Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lessing Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me today is Marsha. She has been kind enough to join me. I reached out to her via Twitter, and I am thrilled that you decided to visit with me. Welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so excited to be here, Jesse. Thank you for having me. Oh, I am just so glad you are. Uh, so why don't we start out? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, uh, presently, besides being the number one fan of Bruce Springsteen in New York, <laughs> okay. I, I am a retired registered nurse. Okay. Uh, formerly a property manager and a Spanish teacher. Okay. Property manager. Where? Uh, what kind of properties? So I used to manage rental housing in Bronx. Okay. So my day gig is working for a company called Resmin that does software for property management companies. Um, I spent 10 years at RealPage. So, um, so, um, so there's a chance that we, we, we could talk affordable housing and, uh, and tenants arguing that, no, I did pay on time. I promise I did. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, so um, I am so glad you joined us. And uh, yes, you had said you are a massive Springsteen fan, and that is exactly perfect for us to join. So, but I always like to start at the beginning, Marsha. So tell me a little bit about growing up. Where did you grow up at? And what kind of music did your family listen to? Okay, so I'm a Bronx native, um, formerly of the neighborhood known as Norwood, um, that's in the North Bronx, and I was always a rocker um, okay. from young age, and my, right. mother, my mother was pregnant with me when she went to see the Beatles. Oh, nice. So it's like. I was there. <laughs> in the womb, right there. That is awesome. That's a great story. Uh, but um, later on, uh, in the 70s, I got a little bit in, into disco, too. Although sure. it's a phase. <laughs> um, I also like uh, some rhythm and blues, you know. Okay. But I still hold on to the rock. The rock and pop is like my soul. Okay, that sounds good. Um, when you got into high school, uh, same thing. You kind of stick with pop music and a little bit of rhythm and blues, a little bit disco, just staring at it. Uh, when did you go to high school? Bronx High School of Science, class of 81. Okay, okay good. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm a few years older than you. I graduated in 77. So, yeah, oh. we have that, that era in, involved. Um, so, that's cool. Now... Are you an only child? I was an only child until I was 42. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I found my half sister at that age. Oh, <laughs> so, very fun. Yeah. yeah but I feel like, like my brain is, is really molded on being an only child. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So um, when did you first discover Bruce? Okay, so Bruce goes back to, you know, it's kind of funny, but I wasn't 100% sure I liked him. Maybe around the time of 
greetings from Asbury Park. I yes. saw like, is this all there is? You know, but mm-hmm. then I, I kept at it. I don't know. People were talking about it. And so, so then, um, of course, Born to Run came on the, the, the disco and on the radio waves. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, like I really have to listen to this guy. Yeah. So I was, I was important to run that I started re, re going into the, the catalog. Yeah. Can you, yeah. can you remember what about it spoke to you so much? So particularly Jungle Land. Okay. So I am like, like a girl that's a teenager and, and I have this sense of like, like rebellion and, and you know, like not listening to my parents and, and sure. I, you know, running off to talk to a boyfriend on the radio and playing loud and, mm-hmm. and I want my privacy and, you know, I, I don't want to be locked in Candy's room. And, okay. And she's the one, baby. That <laughs> <laughs> was me. It was like, like, you know, I want to just run and tramps like us. Yeah, we yeah. were born. Yeah. <laughs> so just something about us music spoke to you and you just, you couldn't get enough. Yeah, I was hooked at that point. It was like, I, I'm living to see Bruce Springsteen now. Yeah. Like, like, that's, oh my God. Yeah. Um, when you, uh, when was the first time you saw him live? So that, I have it committed to memory. I was sick with the flu and it was December 28th, 1980, that I scored tickets on the floor. Okay. And then Coliseum. Yes. And, and even though I was really quite sick, there was no keeping me home. I was going with my boyfriend all the way out on the Long Island Railroad to Nassau Coliseum for that four-hour show. Yeah. You know, and, uh-huh. and his history was made that night. Not only did I get better by being at the concert, but I brought an outgrown bra with me that yes. I could turn because I'm on the floor. I can throw my bra on the stage. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's such a teenage thing to do. Yes. <laughs> you know, so, so I, in fact, I did that. I ran up to the stage and I threw it. <laughs> oh, how funny. You know, I know. I just picked it up. <laughs> oh, wow. That is awesome. That is yeah, funny. And he wanted to know who's, who did this. But yeah. I was, I chickened out. You too. Here's, the, here's the kicker. Yes. 36 years later that I meet him in person. Right. I determined that I'm going to tell him then that I was the girl that threw the bra on stage on that day. How so did, he got his answer 36 years later. That's funny. When did you meet him in person? So there's two dates. Um, first in Manhattan at the Barnes and Noble, uh, yeah. in, like near um, near Union Square, right. uh, and that was September 28th, 2016. Yeah, during the book signing tour. Right for Born to Run. Yeah. The same week, I had a plane ticket to go fly and meet him 
to see him for the book signing in Seattle. Wow. First. Coast to coast. So, yeah, it's like that was such a, oh, my God, I was beside myself. Absolutely. Like, who gets to meet Bruce Springsteen twice in a week? Yeah, oh. that's pretty awesome. Well, so, Marsha, I always like to preface this by um, the amount of times you see Bruce is not a fair barometer of what kind of fan you are because there's people that live far away that because of financial situations or just, you know, distance or timing haven't got to see him maybe at all. But just for the record, how many times have you seen him in shows? So today, 19 times I have seen him again next week. Okay. Um, so it'll be the 20th. What do you have? You have tickets for the charity show? I do. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It seems so, like he has the itch to perform, perform again. Yeah, I believe so. I, yeah, I'm waiting for the announcement. Yeah, like, me yeah, too. I, I sense it. He, he's going to give the announcement. He'll be yeah. in the new year. So. Yeah. Did you get a chance to see Western Stars? I went to the movie, yes, and I thought it was magnificent. It, did you like the album before you saw the movie? Also magnificent. Yeah. It's a wonderful piece of work, really. I yeah. mean, oh my God. Yeah, it really was. And, um, you know, it's it's funny because a good friend of mine, we were at poker, and I was asking a friend had he seen Western Stars, and and my friend Sam says, right now I'm going to tell you it's not as good as Broadway. And he says, I've not seen Western Stars, but I'm just telling you. And I said, it's different. That's like trying to say Born to Run is better than Thunder Road. It's just different. I, I said, so I, I, I wouldn't say one is better than the other. It's just two very different um, experiences watching him perform. I would agree. Yes. Yeah. Although there are little bits of similarity, yes. you know, narrative style punctuated by the songs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and he has said that in interviews that he feels like the book, Broadway, and then Western Stars is almost this trilogy of, you know, things he's doing. So, okay. um, yeah, and, and, I, and I've... I feel very blessed that we got the Western Stars movie because, um, you know, when I had watched the Tucson Train video, um, I went, man, can can he not just do a small venue of Thor? Or can can he not? And I actually said this before, and I said, can we just not record this so we can get this, you know, an, a a, um, a concert with this band? And then, you know, he gave us the show which was amazing so yeah well i always like to go with is there any specific songs that speak to you now you've already kind of mentioned a whole bunch of them but are there specific songs marcia that just that hold a special place in your heart either because of how they spoke to you or because of something with your life Okay, so I mentioned uh, Jungle Land, Born to Run, it's always, oh my God, like yeah. I hear it and I go nuts. Um, but also The Rising, because I'm a native New Yorker. Sure. 
Um, and that's very stirring for me. Um, yeah. Thunder Road is classic. Yeah. Mm, trying to think. I'm particularly fond of Because the Night. Yes. Yeah, that's like, or, or things on that sexual continuity thing. Right. Like, oh, I'm on fire. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> really? That's that's awesome. Um, you mentioned you've seen him um, multiple times. Um, any stories from the road you want to share with us? Except, you know, you're throwing the bra as one, and then you're oh. telling me through the bra. How about anything else? Um, so every time that I saw him on Broadway, I went three times to the Broadway. Oh, that's nice. So, Very nice. Um, so... Two of those times, I was right up against the stage. And I made a point to wear a shirt that that commemorated my meeting. Okay. Like, you know, so he would know, like, oh, I've met you before. You know, I I just get a little overly boisterous. You did? that came with me, they know that my voice is a little worse these days. Yeah. Because I'm a screamer. Yes. You know, and Bruce is part of that. Like, sure. Oh my. <laughs> so every time that I was in the theater at the Walt Kerr, he and I, our eyes met. You know, and yeah. he, you know, to me, that was, oh my God. He knows who I am. <laughs> Was each episode just as special? Because I only got to go once, and um, and you know I'm living in Texas, so it would have been a really I, tough to go at another time. Did was each of them just as special? It felt that way. It felt like each time we had a uh, something that that like our eyes spoke to each other. Yeah. Like, like, like you know, yeah, that's a crazy screaming fan, Marsha. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's okay. I mean, I only screamed when it was appropriate to do so. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. What's the furthest you've traveled for a show? Um. Oh, okay. I I did travel to Seattle for the book signing, but right. that's the show. Um. The furthest, other than that, was probably Amnesty International, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're in the East Coast, so it's a little bit easier. There, you know, there's a lot of shows that when he's touring, opportunity to go. Right. That is true. You know, very fortunate. I would travel the 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 heavens and earth to see Bruce. Yes, absolutely. But it's nice that it's right there. That's good. Yeah. Um, all right. Besides Broadway, how about some of the other shows? Any highlights that stick out to you? The, you know, either events, special songs. Yeah, yeah I love it that I've been at some of the great shows that ever were. Yeah, uh, there was one over at um, MetLife Stadium in New Jersey where there was a rain delay, some yeah. two hours, and then finally. The rain gave out, and Bruce sang, who'll stop the rain? Yes, that's, that is an iconic moment. Oh, my God. I was, like, beside myself. I'm like, I'll wait, I'll wait. It doesn't yeah. matter. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. Do you, do you have a specific uh, partner you go to the shows with or you go to with different friends? So I go to different friends. Okay. To, yeah, although I've been on dates to Bruce Springsteen shows. Okay. Over the course of the whole. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Cool. I feel very blessed. Yeah, yeah. I, I we all feel that way. I I, I get it. I really do. Like, uh, like living uh, at the time that Bruce Springsteen is alive is one of the great things of my life. Absolutely. I I, I get that. Absolutely. Um. So, um. Let's let's visit a little bit about. Um, are there songs you haven't heard? live that's on your wish list i mean you've seen them almost 20 times that's a lot of shows you've seen them on broadway is there stuff is there a couple of songs you're chasing well you know i mean i had to think about that and that was problematic a little bit because i feel like the ones that i really really love he plays okay uh, having said that though i do want to see him perform uh, a chunk of Western stars. Yes. Obviously, we're all waiting for all we've seen at this point. It's, Absolutely. You know, the movie and, um, yeah. you know, and heard the soundtrack. Yeah. So, you know, that's an amazing album. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, like, like I miss Mary's Place. I want to hear Mary's Place again. That's one of my favorite songs. That's on my list. I've never heard it live, and I'd love to hear it. Yeah. That's yeah, a good like, choice. It feels like a while back, you know? Like, yeah. I, I could go with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or, or Backstreets. Okay. Backstreets, perhaps. But, yeah, but I'm really looking forward to Western Stars Live. Yeah, that I, I hope he does do a couple of songs. I think that'd be great. Now, do you um, do you do you go to shows from the other members of the band? I should. I should. I feel guilty. About <laughs> That's okay. I don't want to make you feel guilty. Just wanted to double check. <laughs> I mean, they're the like like they're at the top of their game. There's yes. nobody in East Street. Oh my God, they are an amazing band. Yes. Like, Absolutely. like, I go to them individually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, okay, I apologize. <laughs> no, 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 no need to apologize. Um, so, uh, Marsha, what yes. have I not asked you that I should have? I saw you have a collection of, talk about your memorabilia. It looks like you've got a pretty full collection of Springsteen memorabilia. You know, that's, I have a wonderful, um, like sister by choice, I call her, that okay. I spend Christmas with every year. And she and her daughters always look for things that that um, are commemorative of Bruce Springsteen. So, right. so last year they came up with that cardboard life size cutout, and I was yes. beside myself. Oh my god! Yeah, like the man is in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you yeah. talked about, you sent me a few pictures. You have a Springsteen shrine at your house, <laughs> which you said tongue-in-cheek a little bit. Yes, I, you know, of course it's tongue-in-cheek. It's like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm a little over the top on Springsteen. Like when it was Christmas, when he was doing the show, 
Yeah. I went and I tried valiantly to keep giving him a package. I was trying that and I said, go open, go ahead. There's no problem. It's yeah. it's not about anything that's that's problematic. I wanted to give him a Christmas card and also the paperweight of him and me where I kiss his cheek. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and also something for Patty too. You know, I know yeah. it's a whole other story. You know, it was just like that. But I never got past security that they would yeah. allow so yeah. I finally paid for um, FedEx to mail it to the place, and they confirmed delivery. So I have to assume he got my, my gift package. So uh, when I went down to Austin to attend the book signing, um, yeah. I, 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 took a, I took a flash drive and put a select amount of episodes on it. And I wrote a note saying, you know, here's my Springsteen story. And, you know, I, I, I've been a fan and saw you first in 2002 and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, these are not songs. These are episodes of people that have shared how much you love them. And um, I, I, my worry is that when they saw a flash drive, they immediately threw it away, you know, thinking it was someone wanting to be discovered. Um, though I was told... Uh, when we did the 70th, his 70th birthday show, where I had over 70 people, you know, leave a message saying "Happy Birthday, Bruce," um, I did was told by um, someone a connection through Mammoth University that they would make sure his people knew about the podcast so that they could tell him they did that. So I, in my heart. In my, you know, my dreams, I hope that he got to hear all of us fans, you know, getting to tell him how much they love him and how much they appreciate his music. So, yeah. You know, and I have a good feeling on that. Yeah. Because he really, he loves his fans. He, he really does. does. What, does so what is a couple of your most prized possessions from your memorabilia? Well, I do love the life-size cutout. Yes. Um, Particularly more than that, I guess it's because we have a photo of me laughing with him that literally they caught the photograph of both of us laughing. Yeah. And that, that is so priceless to me because yeah. it, that we found out that Bruce has some depression. Right. A laugh is worth more than than anything yeah yeah so, it, it, it's almost like it adds poignancy like so, to, mm -hmm. no go ahead finish your thought i mean i just wanted to say like like the fact that we laugh together yeah. is, is worth so much yeah I, I could see that um when i was in austin um you know they they take your camera and they ended up getting two shots one of us looking straight ahead, and the other one was when I was looking at him, telling him, because I've told this story multiple times on the podcast, but um, in case you've never heard the podcast before, um, I'm driving down to Austin, and I am saying, I am Luca Broxa at the Godfather wedding, You're, you know, where he kept muttering over and over again what he was going to say to the guy, you know, the Marlon Brando's character. I was like, I was unemployed for nine months last year. Um, 
you know, um, listening to Better Days and Land of Hope and Dreams every day is what got me through it. You know, I was unemployed for nine months last year. Listening to Better Days and Land of Hope and Dreams is the is one of the things that got me through it. You know, I kept saying over and over again. So I was telling them that, and they got a picture, and my friends, who are not as kind, said that um, it looked like I was asking him to do something obscene to me because he's looking ahead and I'm looking at with this look in my eye like please Bruce please so um so I ended up taking both photos uh printing them on a high printer you know I got a printer and then I took a photo of the autograph page and then so I put the three of them and I framed them on my wall and I think you know that along with the autograph book I think would be you know, I was really glad I got a chance to to spend that 10 seconds meeting him and, that, you know, yeah, cool. and to have that, you know, a copy of the book. Um, that is that is great. All right. So uh, we talked a little bit before I hit record, but um, it's time for the Mary question. So for those of you who have not heard, Jay Armstrong is an honors English teacher. Uh, up in the East Coast, he teaches, um, you know, seniors, um, teaches composition in English. And one of the classes he does is they take Thunder Road and they break it down as a poem. They compare it to The Road Less Traveled by uh, Robert Frost. He goes through all the different, uh, you know, the literary symbolism and all the words of the poem. And it's it's a beautiful discussion. He's been on the show and gone through it with me and and it was really nice but at the end he asks his students does mary get in the car so marcia that's your question does mary get in the car um my romantic self says yes but i'm thinking no okay yeah i mean like the romantic part of me says yeah of course you want to get in the car sure you know, but, oh, shoot, you know, it's like like my gut is telling me she doesn't. What does the professor say? So um, he he doesn't think she does. He says, and that's one of the reasons why he loves the song so much. Um, his point is Thunder Road is all about choices and that you're having to choose to leave behind your life and choose a new one. And to do that takes courage. This you, is true. you know, you know, it, you know, the front seat, you know, right here, you know, across right. your porch, you know, it, the ride it ain't free, you know. Um, right. Right. And, and, and I, he believes that she was too afraid. She may regret it later, but right, right now she was too afraid. Um, I've had other people say that she absolutely gets in the car and later it's really unhappy and that racing in the street, the character who says she sits on her daddy's porch, yes. she goes, that's Mary, back right. at home, waiting for him to come back. And, and then they come, right. Right. But my favorite story, and I wish I could remember who said this. Um, just recently, he said that absolutely she got in the car and that Moonlight Motel is their final chapter, that they uh -oh. got in the car, they drove to the West Coast, they made a life together, and now then she's gone, 
and he goes to the Moonlight Motel to remember her. And I went, oh, that's so sad and sweet. So, um, so yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I think the answer, much like when I was in high school, they had that, the short story, The Princess and the Tiger. You know, the famous short story where the guy, he's two doors. One of them is a tiger that will kill him. The other is, you know, a beautiful princess. And, you know, which one is he going to pick? And um, and they never give you the answer. And And I think that's part of the joy and the beauty of Thunder Road is they don't give you the answer. I think it's in your mind you decide. Right, and that, that's how you become a master storyteller. Absolutely, yes. Like, Absolutely. Like, 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 I can't imagine a life without Bruce Springsteen in the world. May yeah. you live long and prosper. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, you, you've said a statement. I've read other people have said the same thing, that how blessed are we we're in a world where, you know, he is making music and and continuing at 70, still making creative music and, and pushing the boundaries. Yeah, very nice. Um, Marsha, this was amazing. Any final thoughts? I would share with you, I have a blog. Oh, good. Um, MarshaEnewman.wordpress.com. And in that blog, I analyze Jungle Land. Okay. I mean, among other things. Bruce okay. is a recurrent thing. Okay. I mean, but, you know, it's, um, I, I don't know. I, I think I, when I sent that package to Bruce at Walter Kerr, I think I gave him a copy of the poem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but, what's, what's the name of the blog again? Give me it again. Marsha E. Newman. So that's M A R. S-H-A, letter E, Newman, N-E-W-M-A-N, okay. dot wordpress, dot com. Okay. All right. All right, and I appreciate the, the opportunity that you've given me to talk about my relationship with the Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I've got it right here, and uh, I will include that in the show notes. Um, what... What were some of the points of Jungle Land that you made? I mean, I'm, or I'm going back and forth with the lyrics and and how they relate to me. Okay. And my own life, you know. So, I mean, it's interesting that some people uh, visit my blog from around the world and right. they, they go and look for that. You know, it's like that particular, like, and I said, boy, you go, Bruce. You've got mm-hmm. fans everywhere. Yeah. You know, but, well, if anybody wants to take a look, what the heck. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you are on Twitter, correct? I'm on Twitter and Facebook, and I'm going to, and my friends were very, very excited that I was chosen by you to do this. Well, yeah, we're. I'm so glad I got to talk to you. This has been great. Uh, good. All right. So, uh, marshaenewman.wordpress.com. Um, you can find Marsha on Twitter at. Hang on, I had it right handy. Um, do you do you remember your 
Um, uh, Marsha Newman, 16. Yes. All right. Um, so good. Hang tight. Um, if you want to be on the podcast and share your Springsteen story, it's great. Look, Marshall will tell you, it's easy. We, we just sit there and talk. Um, all you got to do is email me, setlustingbruce at gmail.com. You can reach out to me at Twitter, at Jesse Jackson DFW, or at setlustingbruce. Uh, set up, we set up a time and we just visit. It's, it's, it's painless and easy. Uh, you can go to my uh, blog at www.setlustingbruce.com, where you can go. To, it shows old episodes. We have our patron page and my Set Lusting Bruce uh, store. Um, so now we're just waiting for the holidays and for Bruce to um, get back in the studio, right? Yes, that day is coming, too. I think so, too. I really do. So. Yeah. So, uh, yes. Yes, that's an awesome title. Uh, yes. Say again. Yes. <laughs> oh, good. Marsha, thank you so much for taking time to join me. Maybe after the new tour, we'll have to have you back. You can talk about your thoughts. Final thoughts you want to share? Um, Bruce, I love you, and you're welcome to bring your whole family to my house. Please look me up. There I we go. there's an open invitation i marcia i appreciate it same thing when you get down to dallas you have to we'll have to meet and we'll break bread together thank you marcia thank you listeners and we'll talk to you soon thank you jesse good night you just heard the fun talking hard rocking music loving album ranking fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, Set Listing Bruce. Set Listing Bruce is part of the Southgate Media Podcast Group. The theme for Set Listing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.